Welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your real estate career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own truth, disown the things getting in your way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you have to overcome along the way. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back. It is Friday, and you all know what that means. It is time to dive in to running our business, but with a special guest. And today, my special guest is Christine with Bay Equity Home Mortgages. Bay Equity is a sponsor of the Focus Conference 2022. So if you come to that, you're going to get to meet Christine live and in person. I use them all the time when I'm getting mortgages, refinancing, or my clients use them. So Christine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. You're so, so very welcome. Um, all right, let's dive in. What, what are you seeing right now in the industry? And what's the biggest thing that our agent world needs to know in order to be competitive? That's a great question. And that's um, something that everybody always asks. So the big thing that I would um, advise agents is to ensure that their client that they have pre-qualified, maybe we know what the market's like, not a lot of contracts are getting accepted, it's a lot of cash deals, but make sure that your client is approved with the higher interest rates. You know, prior to rates going up, we were in the mid to, I'm, I'm going to say low to, to mid threes. That gave them a lot more buying power. Mm-hmm. Rates are four, four and a quarter, four and a half. That's going to have an impact on what they can they can afford. And, and home prices have definitely gone up, um, but we need to take that into account before going under contract. Reach okay, so, out to your lender. All right. So what I'm hearing is even as recent as three or four months ago, if you had a buyer and you got them pre-approved at let's call it three and a quarter, and then we all know with buyers right now, we're probably going to write eight or nine offers before we finally get a winning bid. And in that time period, it was safe to say you didn't have to get them re-pre-approved because their interest rates probably didn't change much. Now interest rates are going up at a more rapid rate and they're a little bit more volatile. And so we really need to be cautious as agents and make sure that that pre-approval letter that went out, what, two, three weeks ago is even still valid. Absolutely. And truthfully, your lender is probably reaching out, um, advising you of that. I know that I have reached out to my clients and to the agents um, because this is a game changer. Um, you know, if you're at three and a half, but rates have gone up to four and a quarter, that really has an impact on your debt to income ratio. And as you may or may not know, we have to follow our investor guidelines. You know, we can't be over 45 typically on a conventional loan. FHA, we have a little bit more room to work with, but there's all of these variables depending on the program that we choose that qualifies a borrower. So interest rate is one of them. DTI is is another big factor. Okay. So for our newer agents who are listening out there, what is DTI? Thank you. It's debt to income ratio. So what we're looking at is what they pull in per month 
and what is already accounted for. That's the front ratio. Then we have the back ratio, which is everything that is pulling in from their credit report, including the mortgage that they are applying for. Okay. So ladies, if you're listening to this and you are still a little bit unsure what Christine is saying, because maybe you're newer to the business or quite frankly, you're not newer and you never bothered to really learn the mortgage side because you sat back and thought, well, heck, why do I need to know that? Here, let me give it to you in a nutshell, put it to you in our language. They're looking at what do you pull in a month and what do you spend every month? AKA, what can you not get rid of? Your car payment is not going away tomorrow. So that has to count towards your debt and they have to look at that. Now, your credit card bill that you spent last month at Neiman Marcus, okay, maybe you don't have to spend it on that new pair of shoes next month. But overall, if you're carrying a balance every month on your credit card, that goes into your debt to income ratio as well, because the lenders have to know, can you actually afford the house you're trying to buy? And it's not about whether you think you can afford it. It's whether you can afford it. Right, Christine? You are 100% correct. You know, if you're in the market to buy a home, keep your credit card balances low, at least, you know, 30% or lower, 33% or lower what the availability is, if you can pay those off, um, because all of this does come into a, into the equation of, you know, what you can afford. So some of those, those credit card bills can put you over. Um, so keep them low. How do we as agents advise our clients right now toward mortgages? You know, because I know it's really hard. I mean, you're competing against cash offers and yet you're getting a mortgage. I know we had a listing two or three weeks ago and legitimately every single offer that came in was waiving their appraisal contingencies and waiving their financing contingencies. And yet almost all of them were getting mortgages. So how do I, as a real estate agent, we're kind of changing topics just a little bit, but I've, mm-hmm. I've got you a, a kind of a captive audience. So let me pick your brain. How do we really advise our clients? Hey, yeah, you're going to have to get a loan, but we're going to waive all these contingencies. That's a great question. So what I have been doing for my clients, I'm sending them to underwriting so we get that conditional approval so that we can go ahead and waive the finance contingency. If you have a due diligence period in there, let's say 10 days, um, 14 days. Well, oh girl, 14. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm asking That's out like last year's spring season wardrobe. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Wishful thinking. So let's say we have a 10-day due diligence. Well, we can go ahead and get the appraisal order, put it on a rush and get that back so that even though we're calling it something a little bit differently, then we're really using using it as a mortgage. Exactly. Exactly. So that's how we kind of get around that obstacle, but definitely get pre-qualified, you know, get, get the file to underwriting so that we have that conditional approval so that we feel confident waiving the finance contingency. Okay. So how far, when you guys do the difference between pre-approval and pre, um, uh, I'm sorry, when you guys do the difference between pre-qualification and pre-approval, what's the real difference between the two? So the real difference is we have collected the docs. So um, what my team and I do, we take the application and um, immediately we're requesting documents. I want to see pay stubs. I want to see W-2s and I want to see assets. So we've actually put our eyes on their 
documents. We we know emphatically that it's not guesswork. We we've seen it. The you know the proof is in the documentation. So in addition to that, we're sending clients to underwriting. So the underwriter is is putting their eyes on it and their ex, that's their expertise. They are the ones that have the lending authority. They're looking at the file. They're looking at asset W-2s, pay stubs, tax returns, because not everybody is a W-2. Some, some clients are 1099. So the underwriter is actually reviewing the file, making sure that it is approvable. And then they send it back to us so that we can go, tell you to go ahead and waive that finance contingency. Okay, ladies. So again, let me put it to you in the B word terms, because we we tell it to you like it is, and you need to tell it to your clients like it is. You're not in a market where your buyer has the luxury of having their lender say, hey, we need your W-2 or your 1099, and they take three days to get it to the lender. No, ma'am. Uh-uh. Nope. Not today. You need to have a hard upfront conversation with your buyer before you ever open the first door that they have got to go ahead and do all of this ahead of time with their lender. It is no longer a suggestion. It is pretty mandatory. If they're going to win a bid, they may be risking their earnest money if they don't do this. And so while it's not your job to know all about their finances, and sometimes we don't want to have the hard conversation because we feel like we're getting in their business just a little bit, but it is your job to make sure they understand that by not getting their stuff to their lender almost before the lender asks for it, they could be risking their earnest money, which is something that we never want to see happen. All right, Christine, you got anything else for us today before we drop off for a Friday cocktail? If you need a little help from your lender, and some of my agents have done this, they have the listing agent actually reach out to me. Um, I'll pick up the phone. I'll let them know that we have, in fact, pulled credit. We have looked at their documentation. And I've actually won a couple of contracts that way. Um, it gives the listing agent that warm and fuzzy feeling that we are in fact telling them, you know, Hey, we we've done our due diligence. You know, and I will tell you on that note, not only do I have you do that for our clients on the listing that I had a couple of weeks ago, the buyer, the winning buyers lender did proactively reach out to us and make that same phone conversation and just let us know how far in the process he was. And that it wasn't just an arbitrary pre-approval letter we really could waive the contingencies. They felt that confident. And I got to communicate that back to my seller. And it it probably is one of the reasons we went with that or my seller went with that buyer. So always, always good advice. Absolutely. So that's what we're here for, you know, to, to let both sides of the transaction know exactly where we are. Okay. So guys, if you are licensed in the state of Georgia and your clients are buying in or around the state of Georgia and you want to reach out to Christine... Girl, tell us how they can get a hold of you. The best way to reach me is via um, a phone call or text message. They can reach me at 912-713-9636. Or if you want to send me an email, it's khartman at bayeq.com. All right, girl. As always, happy Friday and thanks for being on with us. Happy Friday. Thank you so much. 